0: sip this coffee real quick hey everybody sure. welcome to my tutorial on editing on editing tips how to speed up your edit god i fucking hate those people aj they exist they exist did you know that uh, most tutorials I know. we've
1: talked about it we talk about we, it like every two or three months on I, this I know podcast. i know and it
0: fucking it and it, it, it just it, it just fucking irks me it just it, it hits this primal chord in my heart and is like I just go feral. I get foamed at the mouth that my fangs grow. What are grow. you going to
1: do when it hits you to do that on your when channel?
0: I, I will never do that. I will never do that in my life because you know why? Because I'm not a fucking – I'm not a heretic, okay?
1: But what if you <laughs> do? You figure you're going to do a what? bunch of those videos, and then, like, one day you're just going to be like, I need something. AJ, just, You know AJ, what? It's if, simple. It's easy I'm to ever, give them a, hey, no. guys, let's get to it slurp.
0: If I ever send you a rough edit of an edit I'm doing, and I open with a, take me out to the pasture, dude. Take me out to the pasture and come back and come back alone. That's all I'm saying, dude.
1: I will understand. Take me out there and just
0: do it. But it's not. But it's like that scene from Air Bud where it's the pudding cup. Do you remember that? What? With the do pudding you know? cup? Oh God, I thought you were gonna get this reference because Air Bud. I've never was seen Air Bud. Oh my God! There's this there's this super depressing scene where he has to get rid of the dog, and the dog loves like vanilla pudding cups. So it's like the scene from Old Yeller where he's like, "Go on, get Does he kill the dog with an he doesn't, Air he, he doesn't kill the dog, but he leaves the dog like out in the middle of fucking like nowhere like out in the boonies and he's just like the dog won't leave him alone so what he does is he just rips a pudding cup lets the dog lick it a little bit and then he just throws the pudding cup and then the dog runs away and he's like I gotta get out of here wait why does he
1: ditch the dog the dog can do basketball or baseball or football I don't or soccer I don't remember what the first Air Bud sport (laughs) game is you know what you know I want to say you're wrong
0: but you're not because like the first one was basketball but then it did go on to do Air Bud which was football and then error so think...
1: he had a dog that can <laughs> jump and f- a dog that could not only jump sorry any dog can du- jump he had a dog that can dunk and he thought gotta get rid of it was he about to lose his scholarship to the dog <laughs> i have i what have could no possibly lead someone to I be have, like i, I ha- gotta get rid of I this have...
0: dunking dog dude i have no fucking clue um <laughs> I have no clue. Oh my god, this what is a actually, stupid person. This is, this is actually giving me a fun idea. You and I should watch Air Bud. We'll do like an annual thing where we just get together and watch an Air Bud movie. And we, just, <laughs> and we just we just call it Buds. On Air Buds. <laughs> on, Air, on Air Buds. Oh my god, you fucking nailed it. Oh my god. But so, I, are we going to do I, a I, watch I, podcast of the Air Bud movies? <laughs> There's like 20 of them, dude. I had, know. There's like there's so, so fucking many, many of them. <laughs> 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 okay, hold on. How many? Oh god, I put I uh, I I was so excited I typed everything with numbers. How many Air Bud movies? We're well, counting are there? Air Buddies, right? Yeah, this is counting. Air, there's 12 Air Bud movies, dude. There's Air yes. Bud, Air Bud Golden Receiver, Air Bud World Cup, oh. Air Bud's Seventh Inning. Uh, what is that? Seventh Inning fetch oh god The Dude, dog they go to Bat? space they go to space they go no they don't there's god, no space, space sports space but yeah I know there's no space sports There, there's another one where they're all Indiana Jones there's one where they're all Santa there's one where
1: why the fuck there's one where there's one where they all have superpowers what the fuck is happening god I miss I miss the days <laughs> when we could just have a movie about a dog doing sports huh <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, are you telling me that while we've been watching the constant growth and the escalation of the Fast and the Furious team, there has also been a constant growth and exponential power creep on Air Buddies? Yeah, the most
0: recent Air Bud movie is them that they're superheroes, so... I mean, th- actually, AJ, we, I think they've been kind of power creeping at the same level because there are canonically superheroes in the Fast and the Furious universe Yeah, we now. just
1: had Black Superman. We just
0: had Black... That, that was such a... <laughs> I forgot That was he a line somebody that... wrote
1: down and said, we're going to have this, and then some white guy on a podcast is going to repeat it and think to himself, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> Do you think
0: Idris Elba is like really pumped about that line or is like, who the fuck wrote this? Then he looks at the writer is like, all right, you look like the kind of guy that would write this.
1: I have to assume that everybody on the set for the Fast and the Furious movies is, like, the most hyped they could possibly be. Like, they are just agreeing to anything left and right, and every single idea is dope as hell. They're like, all right, and the line is, Black Superman, yeah, 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 and then you catch a car, yeah, 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 and then you do a barrel roll, and as you're barrel rolling, you have a machine gun on the top of the car, and you're not going to get the barrel roll all the way, so you swing the machine gun to the left, and then start firing the machine gun, and the recoil makes you spin. A second time, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah, hey yeah. I have, I have something fucking wild to share with you. Uh,
0: two white guys wrote, two white guys wrote Hobbs and Shaw. So, mm-hmm. whoa! And, because, imagine yeah. my
1: surprise.
0: <laughs> and also, the guy who wrote Wanted wrote Hobbs and Shaw.
1: Remember that fucking movie? Yo, that's also a that, movie I haven't watched, but a movie I know would be absolutely my flavor. It's they curve the bullets bu- in that movie.
0: They curve the bullets. And there's a video game that's circling back. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spiritual Successor. A sometimes video game movie talk podcast. Are we on air now? Or are yeah, we just going right. to roll right in? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, dude, we get to talk about Air Buddies. We That's a good six minutes spent. We talked about Air Buddies. We talked about the Hobbs and Shaws series we talked about we're now and now we're talking about uh the video game wanted apparently that video game was pretty fucking cool too because the whole time you're just curving bullets you're like a spec ops character do it just on cool ass missions a character action shooter hell yeah but this time good vanquish (laughs) don't call me out like that that was specifically to call me out i
1: love no also it's a fine game I got problems with the systems. It's better It's better than near Automata. I'm going <laughs> to attack you. You're lucky we're in different states. Also, it's not a character action. That's not a character action shooter. That's not a character action shooter. Try again. Bring me something more germane. Well, uh, you, ha-
0: you have a little buddy that shoots. So, yeah, I would say it's a character action shooter.
1: Uh, and then sometimes it turns into a little twin stick shooter because you go from the top down. And then sometimes it's a side scroller and sometimes it's a shmup. God, that game rules. I don't understand how you don't like it. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Spiritual Success a comedy video game design <laughs> podcast, where we take your horrible, nasty, cursed video games from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. I am your host, AJ Hart.
0: I am your other host, Blake
1: Rea. Blake, <laughs> I have a submission <laughs> Yo, for us. All right, hell yeah, break us in, bro. This relates directly to our wanted blurb. This comes from adequate orange at adequate orange on twitter people love meta things so we need a video game adaptation of an adaptation so what if we did wanted the movie the game the
0: movie wait no this has happened before there was a video game wasn't there movies based on the game or something like that like because there were like, wasn't there, no, it didn't happen to the Doom series. Because for some reason I was thinking that because there was like the Doom, there was the Doom games and then the Doom movie happened no, with the Dwayne new, Rock The Johnson. No, the new Doom
1: movies are in fact based on the Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, movie. That's true.
0: <laughs> Doom Eternal. Uh, yeah, I love, I love the part where uh, Doom guy just shows up on screen and is like, can you smell? And he's just like fucking... <laughs>
1: Well, I can point you to the to my evidence. There's a okay. point in the movie where it's all like first person and like the guy's running through a hallway. And what a dumb fucking what is the, bit. What is the Doom Eternal gameplay look like? What does Doom 20 uh, whatever I, you know, look he's like?
0: He's running through, it's all he's first running person, through hallways
1: in first person. Yeah, yeah. No, you, mm. the, Does you, he have like yeah, a really you... big gun too? Like a real big gun? <laughs> it's a real big gun. <laughs> I've cracked the I code. Be... You're welcome.
0: Uh shit. Uh, no, I, I have to feel like there's m- games
1: based on movies. I feel like there has to be no, something. Uh, what like... I'm looking for is I'm looking for Detective Pikachu, the movie, the game.
0: Oh, yeah. That's like, yeah, I feel like that's happened before, right? There's like, hey, a movie came out based on a game, but it also had a game paired with it. Uh, and I feel like that's happened before. I just don't really. It feels like an early 2000s move, like where they were making the MXC versus MTV Unleashed and all the uh, all the monster energy drink games around Man, that, When are we getting the MXT versus ATV movie? I've uh, been done in
1: Fast and the Furious yet
0: that would be that i feel like that would be an offshoot it'd be like the next Hobbs and shaw where they're like we're going to coast we're going to costa rica where they live and die by the atv you know what i'm saying Uh,
1: (laughs) and you're going there with nothing but a motorcycle (laughs) what (laughs) you know what's funny is if they did that and just brought the stakes way down we would all be saying they made like the new best fast and the furious movie (laughs)
0: You think so? You don't think you dude they're going to space the next movie. I don't know if like yeah, but they're going to be able to What top if they that. just brought it
1: way down? What if they just brought it way down for us the next one? I think
0: I think here's the thing. I think they tried doing it Dominic that with Toretto's and Sh-
1: just trying to have a good goddamn day for once in his life. No, Dominic no, Dominic is I attempting feel- to avoid the CIA. I feel like they were trying hours. to
0: I feel like they were trying to do that with Hobbs and Shaw and then realized that was a boring as fuck movie compared to all the other <laughs> fast Fast and the Furious movies. And then they were like, all right, I guess we're I guess Idris Elba's a superhuman now. That's that's what this movie needs, because we can't do down-to-earth movies anymore. I, I don't know. Like that's the thing I love and hate about the Fast and the Furious movies because they're just like, all right, the next movie, how the fuck can we up the ante on it? And I want it's just, Fast
1: and the Furious the game of the movie. The game, the movie. Okay, so are you saying, how would you do that then? I think if this is going to work, we need to pick an IP that we know we would be able to have a little bit of fun with. And I cracked the joke earlier, but what if we did do Detective Pikachu the movie, the game?
0: I have not seen Detective Pikachu, so... uh, You haven't seen
1: Detective Pikachu?
0: (laughs) No, I haven't. I know, it's really shitty of me. That's
1: horrifying, (laughs) but also perfect, because what are video game adaptations... Really loose, honestly. Like <laughs> what do you think Detective Pikachu is about? And let's go ahead and make a game on it. You
0: that. know, no, I like this. I like this a lot because usually the writers of these things have no idea what the original series is about. Exactly, um, exactly, so, exactly. So I'm coming I'm coming in like a proper Hollywood professional. All right, so we got a detective that their name is Pikachu. It's uh voiced by uh voiced by what's his name? What's his name? Um, Deadpool. Not Deadpool, it's not Deadpool, it's uh it's the trash man, that guy. Um Danny DeVito? It's voiced by Danny DeVito. Um, <laughs> yes, and, yes, yes. I, and then I guess every Pokemon is furry. I remember that being a weird like thing that yes. people were all, were all a- the Pokemon angry about. have
1: fur. That's why they're all also Pokemon huggable and fun. Even like, yeah, yeah,
0: I remember seeing a clip of Charizard and he had fur. And I was like, that's a little weird. I, uh, yeah, he like looks more scaly Aranta? in the movie, though. Oh, really? Did they mi- did they fix that, like, in the final thing? Okay,
1: okay. I don't know. Um, Maybe it was just a bad trailer. But continue. What do you think the story is? We need to get to the meat and potatoes of what this game would our, be. What? Our
0: main character, their dad died, and mm-hmm. somehow Pikachu is tied to that dad. So they're both okay. trying to find the dad. So... Here's the thing I'm thinking because I just got done playing Sinking City. Loved that game all the way until the end. Man, that ending sucks ass, and I'm so I'm so upset about it. But <laughs> um, it had a really really interesting mechanic. Frogware, um, they 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 made like a lot of the Sherlock Holmes crimes and punishments. Um, lots of like uh, they also did like Criminal Minds. Uh, those like investigative games. And God, I Criminal love...
1: Minds, the game, the show. That'd be cool too, but we're doing Detective <laughs> Pikachu. What, so what I'm... do you have as a gameplay thing? Hit me.
0: I, I'm i thinking they go to crime scenes and like, I think I talked about this on the pre- on a previous episode of the podcast, but the way The Sinking City does it is you have to find evidence and then in a sub menu called the Mind Palace, you have to take different pieces of evidence and like connect them to other pieces of evidence. So it will be like, Hey, they're going to this they went to this one the office of of this kid's dad or his old office or something, and they find, hey, there's a post-it note that's that the corner's torn on it, and then you find another piece in the trash that's slightly burnt that has part of an address, and you combine those two pieces of evidence and be like, Oh, this letter matches this address, that takes us to our next location. And Okay, betwi- that'd be cool. And then then it's Pokemon, so we obviously need a battle in there, right? So I'm thinking, um, this game is you start out with Pikachu. He's your starter detective, and each detective has different ab- detective abilities. Like Sherlock Holmes is known to have like the twelve most insane detective abilities, like the power of observation, the power of uh, connecting the dots, or other you know. The power, power of detective te- term.
1: telekinesis is also a power that he has, and also the power <laughs> of great <laughs> violence. Those are also another things he's got. Wait
0: a second, aren't there some Pokemon that are like that have control over dreams and thoughts? Couldn't yes, you like some of them do? Oh my god! I wonder if you get a Pokemon that's like the interrogation Pokemon, and there's just one scene that's really <laughs> uncomfortable to watch. in Okay, kid what if Pokemon there was <laughs> a Pokédex
1: entry that was just like, oh, the the interrogation Pokemon? Maybe there already <laughs> is, and that's what like Snubble is, right? Maybe Snubble, hmm. if you look at it right now, it's the interrogation Pokemon. Uh, uh Oh my god. Pokemon's so you want to do like a fun a little like world adventure where you run around town, you get Pokemon, different Pokemon can help you find different clues, and it's maybe like a little bit of a Metroidvania because you got to go yes. get new detectives, bring them back to old crime scenes. I
0: oh, like that. I can dig that. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even think about that. The idea of like. You can't unlock everything in a crime scene in one go, but doesn't that get a little bit complicated? Because I'm sure some crime scenes will get compromised over the course of the game. Like, hey, you yeah, go and back like to you'll have crime... like a
1: little narrative thing where like maybe you get a snubble and it can hunt people down, but like you can't take it back to this crime scene. So now you got to go back to the back to the office to where you have all the evidence, and then mm-hmm. you get snubble to sniff it all there, and then you could get to the next zone uh
0: um, and also man, you, could do you can have a of lot like,
1: of fun with a lot of cool pokemon stuff couldn't you
0: yeah i feel like pokemon are pretty op when it comes to like tracking shit down because like if you had a rotom he could just like take over an entire like security system be like yeah i want to see everything that was on the security cams rotom can you go in there and just like look at everything for me so that's what i'm thinking is like that's the idea of coming back to crime scenes. You just like with new Pokemon, you unlock completely new ways to see the crime scene. Like, yeah. Maybe hey, the- I
1: have a question. How come with all the Pokemon out there, the Pokemon that we have to identify as like the t- the police officer dog Pokemon is like Arcanine, when it could <laughs> be Rotom? Like, you're so much right. Like, or you're so correct. You there should be no crime in the Pokemon world on account of Rotom existing. I don't think there is. Like, I think that's the whole. Point of
0: it's like this weird uh utopian sort no, of. Like, I would explain why they let perfect. ten year
1: olds just run around the world, huh? But, but yeah, but but, like, but, but 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 Team Rocket exists.
0: Team Rocket exists. I mean, yeah, but like, what if they ever really achieved? Like in all of the nine games, they have never really done anything that like w- ended the world. <laughs> if anything, it's like the God Pokemon that threatened the world, and they're just like, yeah, we're here for the ride, man. Like they don't do anything. Literally the last game, it was just a bunch of punk rockers being like, yeah, we're here to support Marnie. That's our whole vendetta this whole oh, game. No, oh,
1: well, look, I'm talking about different teams. Look, Okay, look, team, team whatever, the blue team from Sapphire and Ruby, they did commit bioterrorism. Mm-hmm. They did create the end of the world in the Great Flood, and that was a big fuck up on their part. And their leader uh, admits it. Archie's like, oopsie, my bad. Um... <laughs> But Team Rocket is a criminal organization, and it has been mm-hmm. around, and I do think it is wild that nobody has stopped that in the world that exists. So like, you could just go this... have Machoke beat the heck out of the Team Rocket leader. So would you say this
0: game is maybe about, like, that's the thing we're solving in this game? It's Team like it Rocket has out... to
1: be an inside job, dude. Well, what I'm thinking is- That's the is only it's... way it gets away with it. Yeah, so you play like an undercover FBI that's like, you know, you're like a, a roguish child. A mm. roguish detective boy roguish whose detective dad boy. has <laughs> been disappeared. And you're going deep <laughs> undercover to find out where your dad has gone. And mm. uh, during your adventure, you find out that Team Rocket is tied intrinsically to the to the law and order system of the poke world. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have to stop it. One boy, one Pikachu, and also the 151 <laughs> other Pokemon you catch. Yeah. Blake, you have another submission for me? I do have another submission for us. All
0: right, this one comes to us on Reddit from Cromenti, Crom- a war game themed around chefs and food armies. All right, AJ. Here's the big thing. I don't I know you don't know a whole lot about wargaming right now, but like one of the big complaints is that there's so much fucking paint out there. There's so many like little things that just don't really describe what they're like Mephiston Red. Okay, what is that? Back in like the 90s, back in like pri- like primetime wargaming, like there was just, "Hey, this is brown. Hey, this is red." So like a lot of people are a little bit weirded out by the paint, and I want to revolutionize wargaming as we know it. Scratch and sniff paints. Stick with me here. There is an idea of, like, if we were to do this game, what if you did where every paint is, like, a different, like, spice or some sort of topping or ingredient? So you have, like, hey, there's this green. It's a, uh, well, what's a, what's a, fuck, what's a green? <laughs> uh, wow. Green uh, apple? Green. Oh, green, there you go, green apple. Or basically, you have tomato red, or you have uh, Alfredo white. Alfredo isn't white, is it? It's more of, like, a yeah, yellow white. Oh no, I'll give it to you. It's white. It's like it's like an off white yeah. <laughs> So what I'm thinking is is if you do if that's the first that's the first thing about this game, is every paint is scratch and sniff. And <laughs> that's gonna be so weird at conventions. Cause Everybody's like, "Hey, can I smell your army?" And they just go like piece by piece and just like scratch your scratch your fucking your uh your chef hero and they just sniff it like, "Oh, this is tomato red. This is this is quite this is quite oh, delicious." Is that, a, is that a
1: pesto? You got a pesto army yeah. in there? <laughs> interesting, interesting. So,
0: now we have to get into so every paint that's like the first idea I had. So scratches stiff paints. The next is how do we do different armies? I think different armies are different cultures foods. So you have the Italian army. So it's like a lot of the stuff is is like Italian themed. And then you have, uh, let's say, uh, New Orleans, uh, like a New Orleans themed army, because New Orleans, New Orleans food is fucking delicious. They have a uh, man. I still want to. What now, they, what I, now is this
1: going to cause like some sort of like problem with the army building or can I have a Thai themed army? And make it all pesto colored and flavored.
0: Yeah, we call it, that's what fusion restaurants are for. Okay, Hoyo. cool, cool. Yep,
1: that's why fusion restaurants <laughs> exist. Thank you.
0: So you have these fusion armies that basically uh I, I don't know like it would be it's just like your I would combat be Maybe it's not combat. So what, you want to do like that the no? T-
1: hold on, I do like it being a mm-hmm. combat game. So you have this top-down mm-hmm. food-themed war game, right? You have to buy your little figures, you have to buy your little paints and your flavorings, and you go to your fun conventions, and everybody puts all their pieces on a table and they start fighting. Here's where I want <laughs> to change things a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not only can you get kills. Well, here's what I think. I think that the thing that all of these Total warm War games lack, and is, of course, the thing that makes all tactics games interesting. Hmm. Blake, it needs permadeath. Needs permadeath? Oh, I'm proposing to okay. you that these paints are not only scratch and sniff. Oh, shit. These paints are flavored, and the little dudes are edible. And I think that if you kill somebody's <laughs> soldiers, you should be allowed to gobble them up.
0: Oh, no. But it's just, it's exactly the same price as Warhammer. So, like, yeah. five guys, like, like uh, what is it? If like you a, lose a your
1: $27 of, like... agent and I get to gobble up your incredible Thai pesto fusion sergeant, mm, yummy, 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 yum, yum, yum chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs> Tastes then like You have curd. to pay yeah, another delicious. $27 little sergeant.
0: Yeah. Oh, the fucking buy-in for this is awful.
1: Oh, God.
0: Could you do a thing? (laughs) What I (laughs) love about this is thematically
1: we can create a different kind of idea. Because, you know, I think that what's so good about different tabletop games and, like, real buy games is, like, we all love lore stuff, right? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Magic the Gathering was about us being, like, summoners or rift walkers or whatever the fuck. And, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! is about us being cool Yu-Gi-Oh! card players in a kick-ass tournament. And in this cool game where you get to eat your pieces, we get to play the role of giant kaiju overlords guiding (laughs) over our tiny armies. (laughs) And when we get to eat them, thematically and narratively, that is us eating somebody with our incredibly large kaiju bod.
0: God, the tournaments would be so fucking wild. You know why? Because, like, you you have to make sure your army can get to the end of the tournament. Like, cause you could start the, you start the tournament with your whole ass army and then guess what? You just have one fucking battalion and your leader by the end of the tournament. So like, there's this whole like idea of like, Oh, who's going to, who's in the final match? Like who's better like equipped for the final match because you have some people that are like really good at defense and their food, does, they their attack is shit, but they never lose pieces because they yeah. just are really, really good at defending points. Yeah, they're, so they're really they, good they, at they like win.
1: normal tactics shit, right? They're like good at yeah. that. Well, I'm more interested in Blake Raya is the bad manners that can come out of a game where you have to eat your opponent's players because just imagine the joy you would get when you beat somebody's like um, whole team that and crunch. you get to gobble up their, their general and then you get to stand mm. up and you push your belly out really big and you like kind of put your hands on your belly and you go oh i'm so full like Just the bad the manners s- that you'll get to do is so choice right See, like maybe, I love maybe this. you, st- you oh start having God. like a little hit, little uh, thing of toothpicks with you and so after every mm. time you gobble up someone's piece you grab another toothpick and you start picking your teeth like no, yummy, no 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 aj it's AJ, bad manners, snap, dude the s- way you can get people to tilt <laughs> i've i have a particular <laughs> set of skills being a big brother And that is eating things annoyingly (laughs) at my little sister. So I would be so good at being a bastard at these play sessions. well there's two th- there's two things
0: here one instead of toothpicks you know what i would do because a lot of uh, a lot of units have swords i would just snap their hand off and oh, use that yeah. little sword as a I, toothpick right in front of, like i'd snap that just all this hard work that they put into that figurine and i'm just like i'm just picking my teeth with the remnants of their army i would do a thing where <laughs> also, i would gobble
1: on somebody's little unit and i'd put it in my teeth <laughs> and i'd start to squeeze the teeth down but then i would start to look like i'm working really hard at it and i'm like ah ah and i'm like oh my god he's so strong uh, but my mouth would be full sort like, oh my god, he's so strong. And then I'd be like, ah, ah. And then I'd make a big yelling noise as I made the final crunch on their little dude after he was trying to hold my cool jaw. And closed, all the and all the, the fucking
0: pieces like explode out of your mouth on yeah, the yeah, onto yeah the war. Zone and then in front imagine of you.
1: imagine the bad manners you could do when you give somebody a sergeant and you put it in your mouth, and then you start making chewing like motions, and then you open your mouth and stick your tongue out, and the little dude's still on it. Oh, that, and the person's like, he lived, and they're like, ah, 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 and then you actually chew it. The bad manners, dude. <laughs> this game rules just because of the taunts. Also,
0: also, bad manners is a pretty bad manners or smack talk is a pretty good name for this game because smack like implies like you smack your lips when you eat, so like smack talk is is pretty applicable. Bad manners isn't bad. Might I propose table manners?
1: table manners. Interesting. Okay, I like that. That's good. That's good. Alright, you got a game? Of course I got another game. This comes from I am not witty enough for a funny name, at ARP1033. A -hmm. JRPG that harvests the player's personal data and makes NPCs and bosses based off real people they know, and then blackmails the player. Now... I feel like the first part is really simple, right? Like, you know, we we use our uh, technology that we all have at our fingertips and we just start gathering people's emails and information. We start plugging in all that good, good data and we know exactly who your friends are on your different social platforms. Mm -hmm. And I, thanks to this video game I've created, you've sat down to play this video game. I've given, you've put in like 87 hours to get to the tutorial because it's a JRPG. You're plucking away and then what's this right in front of you? Oop, there's your dad. As a boss. Okay. Now. Oh. This is where okay. this is where the the delectable stuff gets going. This is where we have to start talking about the blackmail system. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what's the what a, a couple good pieces of blackmail you could get on your players, of course, like, you know, the romance paths that they would do um, how long it took them to get through the tutorial Pfft, took them 87 hours. Jesus Christ.
0: But what I'm far <laughs> well, more like interested when, in. Sounds like you when you're playing Final Fantasy fourteen. takes about 40 hours for that final fantasy 14
1: does have like an 87 hour tutorial it is a tutorial all the way up through almost the end of the base game that is not a joke (laughs) that is how long it takes for that game to get good but i'll be damned if it does not become absolutely a joy after that point but i digress the evidence so the blackmail that i want to get blake Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell on you to your dad if we don't do blank. But what sort of data am I going to get? I want to know how fast and how quickly you're prepared to attack this NPC that looks exactly like your dad. As soon as okay, you enter the so room, a timer what, goes on. And if, you, and if it takes you like four seconds, one, two, three, four, and you're already in the boss fight, boom, that data's there. And I put up on the chalkboard, on the digital chalkboard, Blake Ray I waited four seconds before attacking their dad. And now, I'm gonna, and now the real data comes in. How many times do you attack your dad? You attack your dad 178 times. Okay, well, we know that much. Now, how long did you air juggle your dad? Damn, you air juggled the dad so hard. You man, you really put a smackdown on that dad. You know, I have I have a pitch for
0: you that I'm wondering would add a little bit of layers to this so you're saying just so i'm on the same page as you there are enemies in the game if they that's when they spawn they carry with them some sort of piece of blackmail on you no the the enemy
1: spawns and it looks exactly like somebody you know in the real world everything that you do to that character in the fictional video game is put onto a data file i'm going to know every single time you are mean to this npc that looks exactly like me I saw that you didn't give my character the last pudding cup. That's going on the board. Mm -hmm.
0: See, I don't I don't know if there are real stakes in that, because, like, if I found out, okay, you're playing this game and you beat the shit out of a character that looks like me, I'd be like, huh, that's funny.
1: And then I'm done. You wouldn't be concerned if you found out that my that I was prepared to kill an NPC that looked exactly like you and had your voice within three seconds. That wouldn't put you off, huh? no because like
0: that's the that's game because we've like played I... a lot of
1: among us huh yeah, and we, yeah. you and i are just conditioned <laughs> yeah. to murder each used other used to
0: backstab yeah used to backstabbing each other i mean to be fair and i'm gonna go on a little rant here you and i are tight as fuck when it comes to among us it's everybody else in our group that likes to lump you and i together <laughs> being like oh we don't know who did it it has to be one of the suck boys who fucking <laughs> murdered and that was, that was like last night. We were playing Among Us with a bunch of our friends. And just like every time that everybody, no, everybody was unsure about like, oh, who could have done it? Uh, I guess we'll just eight, we'll just 86 one of AJ or Blake. And- now, you're putting up a big,
1: you're making a big fit about it. And I feel like it's lacking context. In everybody's yeah, I did defense a lot last night <laughs> in everybody's defense last night while playing among us you were the imposter 4 times in a row <laughs> Eventually we did just have to start assuming that you were the imposter
0: Yeah I'm, I'm getting mad for you buddy I'm, I care about you I don't know why they were t- I don't know why they were targeting you I and and by proxy also me but I uh, you know I, I care about you man
1: so what sort of data do you think would really work like a like video game blackmail that we could use to tell on somebody if not how quickly they're prepared to attack and destroy somebody but that see, looks exactly the black, like their friends
0: I feel like the, no I feel like the blackmail and like how willing you are to kill somebody, an NPC or a, an enemy that looks like somebody near and dear to your heart. I feel like those are two different things. I feel like I feel like we can play this a little bit more um, creatively. So it spawns in, people npcs that you know you that look in, like people near and dear to your heart uh-huh. but if you kill them it deletes them on all of your social media so guess what i kill you in this game you and i aren't friends on facebook anymore <laughs> i don't follow you i don't follow you on twitter and then then i have to have an awkward conversation of like yeah i had to kill you and, and all this stuff because i because i needed to protect my own personal information
1: Something like that? Could that work? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I love this. So what this could be is, what if this is a tactics JRPG, right? Like a like a Fire <laughs> Emblem or something like that, where if you have a unit, I get a spawned in unit that looks exactly like you. Uh, maybe it's Fire Emblem. Maybe it's like a uh, XCOM type mm-hmm. game, because we all love to like make XCOM characters that look exactly like our friends. Yeah, you do yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that and then you link that person to a social media platform if you die Mm -hmm. then yes absolute total complete block on both parties like if i create Mm -hmm. an npc of you and i've like identified it as you and we verified that your twitter account is this or the the internet game has verified that your twitter that your twitter handle is this through the game data if you die in this game you and i are disconnected on twitter forever
0: Oh my complete god. Complete <laughs> block. Yeah, you have to create uh you, you have to put in your Twitter information at the beginning of the game. Yes, yes. So it's yes. like it you have has to put kinda, in like your, your whole Twitter, your Facebook. Yes, it it automatically oh, gets all your contact fuck. information.
1: People spawn in, they're mm-hmm. exactly like all of your mutuals, your friends on Facebook, your email contact list, your boss spawns into oh, the my game. Goodness. And if your boss dies in the game, you're not getting you any more company emails.
0: Uh- <laughs> Oh, no. So it can eventually get to your work. Of course so you it's going like to get to your work.
1: A... We're on the back end. We're in like the data cloud management, whatever. This is a, YouTube, a Google Stadia game. So if
0: you were to, okay, like, let's just like look at the extreme of this. If you were to lose all of your contact information and all that's left is you, does it then delete all of your contact info? Like every email, every subscription, every email thing you have, it just deletes it. Like, every, like, all of your accounts, basically.
1: No, I don't think we'll go so far as to destroy somebody's specific account. We're going in to destroy people's bonds.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's fucked up. I love it. Because if <laughs> we
1: destroy their email, where would we send all of our junk email? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the goal oh. is just simply that if you've, if I've created a video game and my cousin dies in the game, then for all intents and purposes mm. in the digital age, my cousins died in the real internet. <laughs> oh shit okay 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 i dig that you want me to give you another game yes and i do want to put a pin in this one because i think we've got okay. some legs with that concept hit me okay
0: all right this one comes to us on twitter from Alleycat at millennium hoo house hunting parentheses take this as literally as possible all right we've talked about monster hunter and how it's always very fun that you get to go kill monsters and collect um basically parts for your for your outfit. What if you had to do that, but it's you're hunting the monster house from monster house. Remember that movie yeah, of where course it's just I like a house monster that has house. like, yeah. So you have to, if you want to redecorate your house, you have to go hunt other mm-hmm. houses that are out and about and moving. They basically look like uh, God, what's your name? The, the Baba Yaga uh, where it's her house, but it has like chicken legs on the uh, bottom of it. I, so I was thinking of moving. monster
1: house, final fantasy seven, but I think that we're all both in the same realm of like monster. houses that have legs. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which so I thinking... do agree
1: like there's something about houses with legs that just makes me very violent
0: <laughs> that's not the route I thought you were gonna go but okay what you, um... <laughs> where did
1: you think I was gonna go
0: I don't know I didn't know you're gonna go like extremely violent but here's the stank I want to put on it is your house can get up and leave too and I'm wondering if you could do a thing where people can be hunting your house. While you're out hunting other people's houses So there is like an element of like you, Oh that everybody person has, has really
1: li-. Yes, 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 everybody has their own house mm-hmm. That like has its own brain and its own Routed AI and its own pathing You have to go mm-hmm, out, mm-hmm. slay Other people's houses, bring back those Drops, upgrade your house So it has better defenses, mm-hmm. better speed Better better offensive, better Power, mm-hmm. then you go out You find somebody else's house, you kill them Yes, 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 yes I'm yeah. imagining then so I'm that what- this game played I'm going to I'm going to rip if you don't mind. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We all love kind of like battle royale type games. So there's something very fascinating about launching a game starting from the beginning and going all the way uh, to the end, right? This is why we love roguelites. This is why we love oh, battle okay. Royales. This is why we love games like that. Well, I want to do mm-hmm. but, but the problem that we have with a lot of roguelites and stuff like that is that they they're so short, right? If we can have roguelikes that are like 6 to 8 hour adventures. So what I'm proposing is just, just play, just
0: play uh, Hades, man. That game will get you, like, no, but, like a 20-hour game. No, but the runs
1: are always still so short, right? What I want to do is uh, I want to create an arena where when you launch in with your house that has legs, you're launching into an arena with a bunch of other players for a match that is expected to last five, six hours as you upgrade your house, make it better and stronger, and kill other people's houses. So this is, game, this is like a game of Civ.
0: Because like Civ, like those games, it's can like, go like a game of Civ,
1: out. yes, but again, mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. with action elements, you go out, you fight people's houses, you kill their houses, you bring up back. Let me ask you. Let me. Let me. Um, let me pitch you on this. So
0: you're you start the game like he, this is how I'm. This is how you win the game. You start the game with like you live in a shack. And the whole point is is you're trying to grow your house into a mansion. If you can get enough resources, um, design elements, uh, you know, materials, whatever, and grow your house to become the best, biggest house, you win the game. Yes. And the way you do that is, is there are um, other houses or other people's houses that you can raid and those always give you the best material, but there has to be like other, like, ai houses out in the wild the of varying scale so there will be it's uh it's a monster hunter but everybody has their own pet monster with them
1: yeah basically and Um, it's not necessarily with you right like you could maybe set it up with its little ai menu and say like i want you to take this path just walk around this forest mm, forever mm, the house will always uh, be moving you can't stop that that's for
0: certain let me let me pitch you. it's it works like uh, Pokemon do so like you know like when you get a Pokemon that you're not a high level enough trainer to use yet it doesn't listen to you mm-hmm. so the game starts and it's just its own thing like it'll only take the food or materials that you give it that's the only way it listens to you. everything else it just picks its own path but as you start leveling it up it'll start taking some orders from you um, so it'll be like hey I want you to stay within this region so um, when you level up to maybe like a, a one store, uh, sorry, a one story, two bedroom house. And then once you upgrade to like a, uh, you know, a three bedroom house, two bathroom, it'll be like, okay, you can start telling me where exactly you want me to be, but I won't attack for you. I won't listen to, you know, if you want me to go attack another house, I won't listen to that. But once you start getting towards like the higher ends, like houses, it'll be like, you can start piloting it. Like it's a fucking Titan from Titanfall.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking Titan from Titanfall. I love this idea that as the Mm. game gets further, you'll eventually get like, One of three commands you can give it. And it's like defend, in which case it'll set up like its own perimeter that it will defend. You can do follow, Mm -hmm. in which case it will always continue following you. Or there's Mm -hmm. um, maybe a third one of just random where it will it will go Mm -hmm. out or hunt. You'll set it to hunt and it will go in directions Mm -hmm. of what it believes other houses to be. Those are the Mm -hmm. three kind of commands that you can give it at random. You still play Mm -hmm. as a player running around trying to hunt down other people's houses to destroy them. I want to talk about the gameplay and how this game Mm -hmm. looks and feels. Uh, You mentioned Mm -hmm. Titanfall, and I'm very interested in that game's movement system. But maybe we could go a little bit further. Mm -hmm. Can we take Mm -hmm. Titanfall, double down on grappling hooks, double down on jump pads, and maybe kind Mm -hmm. of just... Hey, 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 how's it going? Attack on Titan, uh, Yoinky I mm-hmm. want the attack. I want to take the Titan Falls movement system and add in enough grappling hooks and boosters to make it Attack on Titan. Can we do how, this for how our how House I- Hunter game?
0: Let me let me pitch you on this because I'm trying to think of like I think the easiest way we can tackle this is like we look at this as lore wise. Like why are these houses on legs? That's because the general area is a swamp. It's flooded, so all the houses need to be elevated. So you're constantly swinging from tree to tree. Other houses that are being elevated via swamps. So you're constantly the floor is lava situation in this game. So there's like if you land if you land in the water, you you basically it's not that you die instantly. Or maybe you do, and you just spawn back at your house, and that's, like, the gameplay loop of, like, I think you can the, go do the, this whole run. I
1: think, I, I think that the ground is just super bad terrain that's, like, difficult to cross and difficult to, like, get over and around. Like, it's a bunch of destroyed shrubbery mm-hmm. and swamp water. I don't think you die. Mm-hmm. I do think you get stuck for a little bit, and maybe you have to wait a little bit for your gas and nozzles to recharge before you can take to the skies again. Yeah. But I don't want to remove mm-hmm. the ground from gameplay because there's all sorts of good tactics you can have with lying in wait. Perhaps you were lying mm-hmm. in wait on the ground nearby your house, waiting for an attacker to come by, and then when they do, hi-yah, You trip their house. Texture,
0: biome-wise, what are you thinking? Is this like because the the two things I've been going back back and forth between is it feels like a like abandoned like village versus like an abandoned mega city. We can have them both. We can have,
1: like, a bunch of Mm. big biomes that are maybe randomly generated. I'm imagining this Mm. game... If if I could put this into, like, a single sentence, this game is PvP howls moving castles.
0: Oh, that's pretty... That's a good visual. Fuck yeah. Sweet. sweet. Okay. And then... But it has the movement of Titanfall. So my next question is, what are the weapons in this game? Is this, like, Monster Hunter, where it's purely, like... old-timey, like, crossbows, lances spears uh fucking swords or is this like you also have guns or could it be both
1: which yeah, could actually about to be a say, really it's, fun aesthetic it's absolutely both i think that what it is oh, is like there's, sweet. there's two different types of weapons there's ranged weapons and there's destruction weapons your destruction weapon mm-hmm, slot mm-hmm. can be uh maybe some bombs maybe spears maybe mallets maybe hammers maybe axes which mm-hmm. will all have their own oh, different all, like no wait type of advantages AJ, AJ.
0: No, 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 no. All of our fucking melee weapons are construction tools. What the fuck are we talking about? Of it's like fire axes, sledgehammers. Uh you also have those sweet little um those thing uh they're these like little they I don't know how to describe them, but they're like a stud like thing where that takes like a 22 caliber bullet that you have to put in and that's how you put studs into concrete you can have one of those and it works like a little just like a one shot like ranged weapon or something like that yeah um, but
1: i love this idea that like yeah it's construction tools as your melee and then you have your ranged mm-hmm. weapons which will be like your guns and mm-hmm. stuff so that you can try attempt to shoot down other players Mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. i agree with your you propose the idea of spawning back in your house absolutely you spawn back into your house every time you die Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: and here's the thing you can basically just add a little bit even more stank on this one of my favorite games right now is uh the hunt showdown i've talked about it a bazillion times on the show Mm -hmm. but the idea is is that it's permadeath so whatever gear you take out with you is like that you you don't if you die, you don't get it back. Mm-hmm. So you have to play this game. No, no, no. Ch- hear me out, hear me out. You have to ch- you have your storage box in your house and you could be like, "Okay, what weapons do I want to take with me? What weapons do I want to leave here? Like what am I going to go do specifically?" So cuz you only have like a ranged weapon slot and a um a uh, melee slot. Of course, you can grab things while you're out on your like material hunting adventures bring it back and then that increases like okay what options do you have in your storage what materials do you have to build Okay so you're
1: proposing that like I'm out in the world I kill somebody they drop their pile bunker I can grab that pile bunker Mm -hmm. take it back to the house with me put it in the game storage unit so for this round again because we propose the idea that this is going to be a long term game right this isn't a you load Mm -hmm. in you're playing for 10 minutes then you're out like people can have long term strategies and say hey for the first two or three hours of this game session I'm going to be running around as a scavenger and then in the second mm-hmm. half, I'm going to be running around with the pile bunker to blow chunks off. So you can kill somebody mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. their pile bunker, take it back to your house, throw it in storage for a couple hours until you decide that you need it later on in the session. I want this game to have, mm-hmm. like, uh, the game that I'm kind of chasing the rush of with this long-term rogue like energy, uh, it's not roguelike, but long-term battle royale, is Risk of Rain, because Risk of Rain runs can go for a couple of hours. I want to capture mm-hmm. that. So, yes, what? this idea okay. of a storage in your house that you can take in and out, but that's not account tied. It's match tied. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And then, you know, what you could do, too, is like maybe if it's in that storage, it's untouchable. So, like, that's the one thing people can't get into is, like, if they kill you while you're out and about, anything you're carrying on you or anything they knock off of your physical house, they can take. But if it's in your storage box, it's like it's like the storage box in uh, Fallout 76. Nobody else has access to it. Yes, but you. yes, 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 um, yes. So so it gives you a little bit of like you don't like you won't be three hours in and then you suddenly lose everything. It's just like, OK, you took a hit. And you got to rebuild a lot of shit that costs a lot of resources, but at least you're not starting from from the get-go. And one thing that I think can make each match way more interesting, too, is you have a mission that's randomly chosen when you start up the match. So it'll be like, hey, on top of trying to build your house, there is a bunker somewhere in the map that you need to find and get in there and steal its... it's the armory inside it or there's some data in there that you need to get so if you you have two like things you can be working on or like i'm trying to figure out like is do you have to complete your mission before your house is finished so it'll be like my question
1: is what is the Mm -hmm. win condition and or the fail condition right like is it possible Mm -hmm. for you to be in this game for six hours even if you're not necessarily winning Right. Like, let's say my mm-hmm. house is around. It's about medium sized. I've gotten hit uh, once or twice, but does that if mm-hmm. somebody makes the raid and destroys my house, am I out of the game or do I simply need to start from the bottom and start with a mm-hmm. shack mm-hmm. again?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think I feel like your house would go back to a shack, but because you have that untouchable resource box, you can just build it back up to where it was.
1: Uh, so and people maybe it's have a, like a. Onto the house into the storage type deal, right? You load in things Mm -hmm. into the storage stuff because you're like, I'm going to want this in the second half, but I need this to run around with my house at the beginning while I'm still out here gathering. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then on top of gathering and stuff, there's maybe you can do at the hour mark. That's another thing we need to talk about. What happens at like certain marks in the game? it'll be like hey at the one hour mark this thing happens like this thing
1: drops it's, we, use the cur- we use the Kirby air ride system so the way that we mm-hmm. the, you're right there needs to be like timers and like world events and I think that when those mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. events happen you, there's like an event with like some sort of uh, MacGuffin and perhaps by the end of the play session whoever has the most MacGuffins wins so you run around with mm-hmm. your house mm-hmm. you're slowly putting things into your inventory uh, this is how like maybe the higher level of play happens you're running around you're mm-hmm. throwing stuff in your inventory you're building up your house you see the little the little alert at the bottom volcano will erupt mcguffin mm-hmm. will be released and you're like okay i know there's going to be a mcguffin at the volcano in 20 minutes i need to build my house and change my entire game plan to go buy that MacGuffin. now at those moments this is where a lot of the destruction is going to happen because you'll have so many players converging mm-hmm. on the volcano to try to get that mcguffin yeah yeah Yep. this is where a lot of that's violence when... happens this is where a lot of destruction happens this is where some houses will be broke down
0: yeah and that's the that's the thing you're prepping for too is because like you don't want your house to be so unequipped that it can't defend itself so it's like this gamble of like if my house is like really good and specked out like i, I you gave it some weapons or i don't know what the weapons would look like maybe it's just like added branches or, or i don't know but if if you're If it like something happens and it lures every single AI and a player's house to one location and then it just becomes this giant fucking pit. Of fighting, and you're and it's like also there's a bunch of like, uh, especially in like the um abandoned city si- section, there's just gonna be people running around walls, grappling hook other people's houses, yes. running in and like stealing, like you know, stealing shit from inside the house or whatever. But whoever gets the um, MacGuffin
1: takes the MacGuffin, and the MacGuffin will maybe be put in their inventory or something. Maybe there's like MacGuffin stealing items, but maybe the MacGuffin works a mm-hmm. little bit like a star in uh. Mario Party. This is the point. Mm-hmm. This is the whole thing that this game is oh, built around, is this MacGuffin. Interesting. So now we have these okay, four-hour and... play sessions that can be built around yeah. your house constantly growing, shrinking based on general play flow. What it, and what you it, can what it always called? be in the race to get this MacGuffin.
0: So, okay, so what is it called when a house – like because it's ribbons, right? Like when a house is like – your yard is beautiful. You got like the beautiful house – ribbon. Okay. So that's the thing that they're collecting. So they're trying to get the most ribbons. So everybody by default, if they do their randomly chosen mission, everybody has access to a minimum of one ribbon. And then those ribbons are what translates to like in-between game current like uh, stuff like hey, if you have 5 ribbons, you can buy an ability that makes you spawn with 20 extra supplies at the beginning of every game. Um so you buy these power-ups that better your chances at the beginning of games um and then, i think that there so, should not
1: be a way for you to affect gameplay with these ribbons as, uh, tied to your account is that what you're proposing really i here's I what feel i think like i love that's the idea what's that's what the let me hit you with this because i think that the 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 flow state of these six hour game sessions needs to be pristine so as to not create a a world where people that play it more just do better what okay, I think that these this, ribbons are you used for is cosmetics. Cosmetics. And these cosmetics yeah. are how you upgrade and change the interior of your house. Every time you launch yeah, into the like, game, every time you respawn, you have to be in your house. Why not upgrade mm-hmm. it? Why not make it look yeah. a little bit prettier? Well, the, well, that's, that's the thing that you're upgrading.
0: It'd be like, hey... Because each house has like different phases of like where it's at in its building. Like there's, it starts off as a shack and then an apartment and then like a small house and then two story house. You can dictate like what it looks like during those stages. It'll be like, hey, I want like my when my house gets the full mansion, it's gonna be like a go- like a haunted gothic Victorian mansion but then, looking and, house from Scooby Doo.
1: And if the house gets bigger, there's more ways to defend it from inside the house, right? Like let's say that once you mm-hmm. hit the two story, you get a turret up top. And now you can kind of – with those ribbons, you can customize what that turret uh, looks like. Not necessarily how it's going to change. That would be a part that you need to go okay. steal from somebody. Yeah, that's,
0: that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, interesting. So are you, is there a way or a world where, like, if you – could you steal, like, cosmetics from other players? Like, it'll be like, hey, I really love that person's, like – because that's – now it's going in we got to kind of go back to the submission a little bit where you're hunting houses like you're hunting houses to supply for supplies for your own but like say somebody okay, has so a really you, cool you can, like so, chimney
1: Yeah 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 I think you can grab Oh I see what you mean no I don't think that you can steal parts of people's houses forever you can steal parts of people's houses for the current build but not necessarily okay. for the uh long term you would need to unlock that mm-hmm, chimney mm-hmm. if you like it
0: Okay, okay, so then the gameplay loop is you spawn in, you're doing some hunting, either hunting, like, little, small, tiddly bit, like, little AI houses or other people's, like, primary houses uh-huh. and in between that um you're doing you have other missions that you can be achieved that you can do it's like hey go to the go to the abandoned city and hack this terminal or go to the abandoned city go to this bunker go to go to the construction site and get the engines up and running like just just doing the 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 purpose of the missions are because those can be we points need of conflict. To, we need
1: to keep players moving towards each other and away from yeah. each other. And give yeah. them little, little yeah. bonuses and little objectives so that they can get a little item here or an item there. I threw Mm, it out mm. sort of surprisingly, but I do think that Kirby Air Ride is a great example. There's going to be maps and there's going to be little maps and like secret spots that people will know about uh, to go grab power ups and items for their house. Uh, You mentioned that these mission Mm -hmm. objectives would be a way to get players somewhere so they could do a little thing and get a bonus. There's going to be little secret Mm -hmm. ones that players will just sort of know off the back, like oh, I have this objective to go turn on these boosters, but I know that if I go underground, there's a secret um, chest under there that I'm going to go ahead and grab. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, cool. And I'm wondering if like people could have fun with their houses too of like, would it be that they all have legs or, or is it like actually that'd be kind of cool if like that was like the consistent detail is like all of the houses had like wooden legs or something
1: which could upgrade um, based on materials that you get if you go out and you get a bunch of concrete mm-hmm. you can come back to your house activate the little house menu and say upgrade legs front to concrete and now you're yeah, re- they move and now slower but gonna they be have slower. way it's more way sturdier you're never gonna knock that bad boy over mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's the thing. That's the thing. You can't steal materials from it until you knock it over, because that's like that's like in Monster Hunter, right? Where it's like you can do max damage when the the monster is knocked on its side, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like well, that's, that's, where you start that's doing generally crits and because shit. it's
1: easier to get to its weak points and yeah, it's easier to kick its ass when it's on yeah. the floor.
0: So you can't knock material off of the house until it's knocked over. So yes. you have to take out its you have legs to trip first, the house then... first. yeah. Yeah, and then you can start, like, knocking material off in every and hit. I think and it's, the, like, one of those trips, things of, like... It,
1: the trips can mm-hmm. be done with the with the grappling hook system that we've created. Either maybe you grab something and you have to wrap around it a couple of times. Maybe if it's really trip early... Trip it, like,
0: an ATT or yeah, like AT, or whatever. Yeah,
1: or, or maybe just at the beginning mm-hmm. of the game. It is easy enough to just throw your grappling hook somewhere and just trip it normally because it's the early rounds.
0: Oh, dude, that's cool. Oh, that's cool because that's, like... That's how you have to take out the little uh, AI like shacks that are wandering around Is you have mm-hmm. to like you just like you just like loop it around its feet or whatever. And it trips and then bam, you can go collect its material. But then by late game, then,
1: when somebody has a giant house that has like eight legs, like you might need a couple players to come together and wrap that bad boy up.
0: Oh, basically. Oh, we didn't even think about that because like, oh, my God, AJ, there should be a mechanic in this game where it's teams and it's all of you sharing a house like we call it like roommate royale and so it's like you have different teams that are all trying to build their sweet fucking um, oh god yeah wait hold on what if it is
1: what if it's not one person in one building what if it is teams of four Hold on, mm-hmm. that changes everything. What, it e- what if it is Teams of Four building up the house? Because then you can have somebody here at home kind of upgrading where you want to build things on. I'm going to go oh, out and get a bunch of materials yeah. for you. I'm going to bring it back. You're yeah. kind of the floor plan guy. You go ahead and build this thing out. It's Teams of yeah, who's, Four Who's in our interior design
0: person? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then th- that's cool because then... Um, oh, because like... But even though you're on a team... Um, actually, no. It's not that everybody gets individual per- uh, objectives. It's like you get... Um, instead of one person doing their one objective it's like because it's a team of four you have four team objectives that yes you need to everybody do that. gets Require a different objective people. and you can
1: decide whether or not you're going to go over and like do that as a group or if one person's going to yeah. handle it or maybe two people are like hey yeah. i see this mission on the other side of the map i want to go do that but that might take a little mm. while yes 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 mm-hmm. this rules this kicks so, so much yeah. more ass as a four player co-op game well, I think
0: I think you can do different levels of it because you can do the solo game. I think that works. You can do duos, and then you can do like a four-player thing. Like the all of them are totally possible. It just like would dictate like I'm imagining the gunfights would be way more intense in four-player mode, you mm-hmm. know? Because it's just like it's team it's teams going against teams. Like, dude, I I know I talked about it, but like AJ, you should totally play the Hunt with me, dude. If you if you dig this, you would fucking love the Hunt because like so- when you're doing multiplayer, like. As a team, just like just that communication of being like, hey, do we want to risk it? Do we where, where do we want to go? Like, it's such it's such a good high. Like, I love that shit.
1: I mentioned Howl's Moving Castle before as like a visual influence. I have another yes. visual influence that I'd like to throw out there. What do um, you think? That I'm thinking because we were talking about the idea of being able to attach turrets to your building once it hits the second story and stuff like that. hmm. How are we feeling about codes name Kids Next Door? Code name Kids next door. <laughs>
0: it does have that kind of vibe, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, like this, I, like, you know, kind of thrown together, rigmarole. Like ah, we're just gonna see what kind of throws together. Like this, howls moving castle, code kid next door aesthetic with their weapons and their guns and the see, houses. I like especially. that,
0: mm-hmm. but it's all like it's all the pieces are rusted. It's like this very. It feels like. Um, remember the art from Tales from the Loop, where it's just like a bunch of beautiful machinery that's just like in the snow and rusted and overgrown. Yeah. But it's like it's like sci- it's like this weird sci-fi. It's overgrown like sci-fi aesthetic. Um, that's what I'm kind of thinking, because that would be like, because if we're going off of this is an abandoned city, like that implies that that you know something terrible happened. Like this is this is kind of an apocalypse in a way, right? So I feel like there would be some overgrown elements and I, that's why I think House Moving Castle works because it, it implies that aesthetic. Yeah. Like pretty hardcore to be. Like this like the black iron and smoke and Yeah, this is a this is like a cool game that I would I would play the shit out of pretty regularly. Right. <laughs> God damn we it, H A. We need to we pick did, a nug.
1: We did it again. Is that All is right. this the nug? I, I
0: think yeah, I mean, you and I spent twenty minutes talking about it, so I've, I'm fairly sure it's our nug. It just rules, uh, yeah. It just it's very good. It's fine. Alley Cat, man, like they've delivered. I I think it's like they're one of the most consistent nug people on this podcast, like hands
1: down. All right, thank you, Alley Cat. Thank you so um, much for your submissions. We need to think so of we a name. So we're just calling it
0: House Hunter. Is it just House Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty it's a pretty tame title. Maybe we can come up with something else. Ooh, AJ, real estate royale. Real estate's not bad. I was thinking neighborhood watch. Ooh, that's kind of fun. Ooh, that's a cool. Actually, I I think I like that with neighborhood watch. Is there a way we can
1: mix home into this? Home. Hmm.
0: Yeah, like home. Home is home is where the the. Uh... Blake.
1: Blake. 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 What's Blake, Blake. What's up? What's up?
0: What's home wreckers. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up?
1: HomeWreckers!
0: Alright, yeah, that's it. Home Wreckers. Home Wreckers
1: yeah. is it.
0: <laughs> Fucking sweet, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, I love this. This is a cool ass game. We did it again, damn it. <laughs> let's and go to Patch make Notes. A yeah, let's go to Patch Notes. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Patch Notes. We just want to say a very, very quick thing that's very exciting. We're going to open a fucking merch store. We reached our we reached our Patreon goal of 75 bucks a month. And thanks to um a couple of people I know that just made some big donations in the past month. Uh Caleb, thank you. Gazer, thank you. Um I we also got another person that just came onto the Patreon this month, Gabe, thank you. We are so fucking excited. We're going to be doing t-shirts. We're going to uh, uh, people have been asking for mugs that say fuck Jerry from accounting. I think that one's a very That's fun a one. That's an absolute uh,
1: ringer. I <laughs> adore the idea of creating and Fictional character in universe that we all hate. We hate Jerry. This (laughs) rules. And Blake and I are so, so, so excited and so, so grateful to all of you for your continued support and letting us get to this point with with this project. We're super excited to launch the store. It is going to take us a couple weeks or so to just work out the exact technicals on how to get that store up. But do expect to Mm -hmm. see announcements and official releases about that very, very soon. Yeah, probably the beginning of next month. Yeah. And again... Thank you all so, so, so much for your support. It means a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And we're Mm -hmm. so excited to drop this on you guys and experiment with it. It's new stuff for all of us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, AJ and I were talking basically earlier this week because we feel like but things were a little bit hectic for us, like it definitely at the beginning of this year. Just why like would they be hectic? Just
1: because we've gone through two <laughs> crazy political fall parts in our lives by the time we're 24? <laughs> <laughs> why would things be crazy? Because uh, why we're, we, we're just, unable to get property uh, at our age <laughs> at the point that we're supposed to be coming into our own as complete grown-ups? <laughs> why would things be crazy?
0: But, um, you know, having this podcast is definitely and and I think I can speak for both of us in this one. Having this podcast is just like guaranteed every Sunday we have a good time and it gives us something to look forward to. And as I, I, I know for me, it's like it's given me something to be like, hey, you know, things might be crazy right now, but at least I get to do this awesome thing I really love. And the fact that people like you are listening and um supporting us and you know and just just hanging out with us like that just means the fucking world to us and i'm so happy that you guys are here and hanging out with us and we're not stopping anytime soon like this is this is it's always just the beginning of something even new and bigger and i'm i'm so excited to see it like i think some really cool shit's gonna happen soon
1: yeah, and of course, just because like we've hit this benchmark, Blake and I are still committed to wanting to make sure that all as much of the Patreon money is turned back into this project as possible, which means we got to hunt down some other ways to passively dump this money into stuff. So if you guys have any ideas for other things you'd like to see us do, other benchmarks we can set for ourselves, by all means, shout, us out, shout those out to us. We would love to know. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for listening this week. As always, our intro and outro song is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rhea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.